So uh, today is the feast day of the garden angels. And um, when I was a newly ordained priest in um, Idaho Falls, I started doing adult ed, always kind of have had adult ed classes uh, in my priesthood. But, you know, it was October, and so I kind of thought, oh, we'll have one night or one day um, just on the angels. And so uh, I kind of thought, well, we'll do this adult ed differently. We'll have people tell stories of angels. So I always had something prepared, but anybody want to share stories with angels? And I have to tell you, it was so good. Um, and then I did it in McCall and Holy Apostles, and oddly enough, People have a lot of uh, stories of angels. Even like when I did in McCall, we had um, non-Catholics show up to tell their stories. But going back to Idle Falls, um, there's a couple stories I really like. I'm just going to share one. Is um, this one guy, he was uh, a doctor in Idle Falls, a great guy, very devout Catholic. They had like six kids, three of them adopted um, and they were driving, tells the story, they're driving to Boise from Idaho Falls, and they're going through Craters of the Moon. If, do you guys know what Craters of the Moon? Like, that is just a desolate place. Uh, it's worse than eastern Montana. Um, and so they're driving through, and their car breaks down. So uh, he has no mechanical skills whatsoever. Uh, so uh, they had just, in school, uh, um, talked about the garden angels. So his kids were like, oh, oh, let's pray that our garden angel comes and helps us. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's a great thing to do. Um, so <laughs> they said a prayer for the garden angel, and then he opens up the hood of the car, which he said was, I have no idea how cars work. I just kind of thought, well, I'll open up the hood. And, you know, that is desolate. There's no one around. And uh, he's looking at it, and all of a sudden he said, out of nowhere, um, this bum shows up. And he said, he actually smelled. And he's like, well, where did he come from? We didn't, because, you know, you can see forever. Um, where did he come from? And so the bum says to the doctor, he says, well, have you thought about starting the car? And the doctor almost made a smart-alecky response, like, no, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> um, but uh, he says, well, uh, it just died on us. And he says, well, I tell you what, I'll stay here and you go start it. And so he thought, why not, um, goes and tries to start the car, and it does start. I'm like, yay! And then uh, he gets out of the car, walks to the front, and the bum's not there anymore. And you know, you can see, and nobody's around. So he was like, well, where did that guy go? And his kid said, well, we prayed for our garden angel. That's your garden angel. And he said, you know, I learned two things. Well, three things. He said, one, I now really do believe in angels. He said, secondly, angels smell bad. Um, and then third one, he said, he said, you know, I kind of look back thinking, if I would have made that smart alecky remark, like no, I would. I'm not. I'm too stupid to have thoughts. Um, I think the angel would have left, and we would have been stranded. So, I said, you know, how do you know they're not an angel? Or just going back to Idaho Falls again. So um, then I had, I think it was like fourth graders. I was more hands-on at that time at our Catholic school. I said, okay, now 
for your next writing assignment, I made the teacher agree, for your next writing assignment, you have to write one page and ask your parents if they know anything about angels. Just interview them, write what your parents said. Well, you know, not everybody has stories of angels, but once again, I was kind of shocked because a couple of the parents had stories of angels. And then they put it up on the window that you had to have to see the school. Put the um, stories up on the window after they corrected the numerous mistakes. But uh, so one of them I read, I really liked this one, where uh, he said his parents, after they got married, they went on their honeymoon. They went to a beach. And his dad went swimming but got caught in an undertow. And all of a sudden, um, he said this lifeguard showed up and, uh, you know, put the, his arm across his chest and swam him back uh, to the beach. And they're so happy. And uh, afterwards, because, you know, that could have ruined a wedding, um, they decided to go thank the lifeguard, except they couldn't find the lifeguard. So then they went to another lifeguard stand, um, and they said, oh, well, that lifeguard stand has been closed all summer. There's nobody there. So... He said, I really think uh, a garden angel saved us, and you wouldn't exist if it wasn't for a garden angel. Or just one more story, um, and this is from St. Gemma. And it always amazed me that Gemma said that she could hear and see her garden angel. And when she committed some sin or did something inappropriate, she could say she could see her garden angel scowl at her, which... I always remember thinking, oh, my poor garden angel. It probably has like a cigarette and a tumbler of whiskey like, and a gimpy eye like, what did you do? Um, but there is this ancient Jewish idea that, yes, all of us, God assigns a garden angel um, to guide us. So it's a Jewish idea. It's a Catholic idea. Jesus mentions that all the children have garden angels. Um, so I like this. And then just one more. St. Augustine tells a story that the day that you're born, uh, your garden angel kisses you, gives you a kiss of love. And that's why when people try and remember something, he said they, they put their finger on their lip because they're trying to re uh, remember the original kiss of love that God started out their life with. And I just like that story. I, I don't know if it's true. But I like the fact that the angels give us a kiss when we're born and then try and lead us to the source of all love, which is God. So today, we thank our garden angels and like St. Gemma, pray that we'll be opening open to their guidance. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.